moral cowardice that keeps us from speaking our minds is as dangerous to this country as irresponsible talk. The right way is not always the popular and easy way. Standing for the right when it is unpopular is a true test of moral character. From Margaret Chase Smith, 1897 to 1995. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanaju Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion, and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. January 6th through 13th, 2017, the full wolf moon ahead. And here are some calendar events for this quarter moon. Now that the holidays are over, it may seem like a long, dreary slog until the next occasion for celebration. The bare tree is dragged out the door like a drunk who won't leave the party. Wrapping paper and ribbons are carefully stored to use again or just thrown out with the trash. A paltry few late Christmas cards still trickle in from the mailbox, and the last of the fruitcake molders on the shelf. Christmas candy is gone from the store, replaced by candy for Valentine's Day, still weeks away. It can be a bleak season. But wait, there's plenty of reason to celebrate still. That forlorn Christmas tree can be set up out in the yard and decorated with peanut butter and cracked corn for the birds and squirrels. They could use a party too. What's more, January 6th, is Epiphany, the twelfth day of Christmas, when the wise men finally found the manger. You could give your sweetie some frankincense or myrrh, or better yet, gold. Then January 8 is the anniversary of the Battle of New Orleans, when Andy Jackson and the pirate Jean Lafitte defeated the British, even though the war was over. You could play that old fiddle tune, 8th of January. Next is Plow Monday, when people would cross-dress, push a plow through the streets, and drink a lot, marking the day when farmers go back to work in Old England. You could celebrate by cross-dressing and not going back to work. January 10th is the anniversary of the death of Buffalo Bill Cody in 1917, giving all American bison a reason to celebrate. January 11th is the birthday of Alexander Hamilton, born in 1757. He's become a Broadway hip-hop star in our time. Yo, Alex! And that's just the beginning. There are many more holidays ahead in bleak January. Check your old Farmer's Almanac for details. Here's a field and forest report. Not sharing in the joy of the holidays have been the white-tailed deer of Eastport who endured a managed hunt during the last two weeks of last year. It's often said that the deer lie low when hunters are about, and we saw a few deer during the hunt. Then a few days after it ended, a troop of seven healthy whitetails sauntered through our yard in broad daylight, rejoicing, grieving, or oblivious we could not tell. And here's a rank opinion. One upcoming occasion which few will be able to attend, even though we're paying for it out of our own pockets, 
is the inauguration of the next President of the United States. This event is designed to glorify the new president in the eyes of ordinary citizens. But just as we see now that the outgoing president was neither the Messiah nor the Antichrist, we shall find the same to be true of the incoming president. Like all kings, emperors, princes, or pontiffs, they are not gods or demigods, but mortal men with feet of clay. And the good they are able to do can be limited, as can the evil. Thus, it's the job of citizens to limit the evil their leaders can do. If leaders heighten their rhetoric, citizens need to heighten theirs. If leaders put citizens under surveillance, citizens need to put leaders under surveillance. If leaders threaten the livelihood of citizens, citizens need to threaten the livelihood of leaders. If leaders beat the drums of war, citizens need to raise the banners of peace. By the same token, responsible citizens will remain peaceful and civil and will uphold the Constitution, even when their elected leaders become uncivil and debase the Constitution. The word inauguration comes from the Latin augur, which means to foretell or portend. It is your commentator's conviction that the next inauguration foretells and portends an increasingly active, vocal, and responsible citizenry. This is a celebration open to all to enjoy wholeheartedly, each and every one of us. And finally, here's a seed pod for you to carry around with you from Molly Ivins, 1944 to 2007. So keep fighting for freedom and justice, beloveds, but don't forget to have fun doing it. Be outrageous, ridicule the Frady Cats, and rejoice in all the oddities freedom can produce. It's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself. <laughs>